the microphones. It is week 10 review. Wendy, how are you doing today? I mean, I'm doing okay. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. What a great day of football. Me and you actually hung out all day. We did. Watched a lot of football, and we have some stuff to get into. Oh, yes, absolutely. Where do you you want to start? Are you prepared? I am prepared, but I think I do want to start on that uh, Auburn-Texas A&M game. No. No? We're going Georgia-Missouri. You want to talk about Georgia-Missouri? We're going to talk about Georgia-Missouri because they're the number one team in the country, and you give the number one team in the country respect. Okay. Well, I mean, there's nothing much to say about Missouri. Georgia beats Missouri 43-6. to Missouri comes out Mm -hmm. and throws a pretty good punch early. Hey, let's give them credit. Yep. Throws a big punch early. Georgia turns on the machine, and they basically grind them into oblivion. They win the game 43-6. JT Daniels did get in the game, threw a couple good passes. Georgia is still rolling down the river. Wendy, you're thrilled. I mean, I just, you know, Georgia's just good. I'm still not overly impressed with their offense, but Georgia, their defense is legit, and I'm I'm not sure at this point that any offense can beat that defense. Of the games that I'm watching around the country, I'm talking to anybody, us, Ohio State, Oregon, Cincinnati, I mean, none of it. I, I, don't, I don't see at this point how even a good offense could beat them. Their defense is that good. That's how I feel. Gonna have to catch them on a bad day if you're gonna beat them. Okay, next game, Liberty and Ole Miss. Ole Miss beats Liberty Liberty only 27 to 14. Right. This is when Hugh Freeze comes back into town. Um, Ole Miss had to have a win. They squeaked out of there with the win to set up a huge game this weekend. But Wendy, Ole Miss, Liberty, 27 to 14. Well, didn't they say that uh, Matt Carell uh, had some knee issues or something? Uh, he wasn't running as much. They yeah. were trying to keep him a little bit more less mobile. Yeah. You know, so I think that was probably the score indicator for me was that maybe he wasn't as scrambling as much because I think he's the leader, leading rusher. Yeah. For Ole Miss. Yeah. You know? and, and I think the big deal was he wasn't up 100%. He could have sat out that game. He ended up playing, wanted to show some toughness. Lane Kiffin really liked that. And now. Oh, my. For your viewing pleasure or listening pleasure. Listening pleasure. pleasure. Not, not a lot of views. Not a lot of views. This is an audio thing. Yes. We're going to talk about the Auburn. Oh. Football. Oh. <laughs> about Auburn. I have the hiccups. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Let's start that over. <laughs> okay. Take two. The Auburn football Tigers and Texas A&M play on Saturday. Texas A&M scores 20 points, Wendy. Auburn only scores a measly three points. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Wendy? Well, Auburn sucks, and um, I guess it wasn't Bo Nix day. I mean, I guess we probably uh, talking and giving him a little bit of credit probably got to his head. But I'm going to tell you, this guy is – he's either good or he is bad, and he was bad. I mean bad against Texas A&M. Or Texas A&M has just got that much better. And, and I think something we need to remember, their quarterback, Texas A&M quarterback, gets hurt early in the year. They put in this backup. I think it took them a couple games, as it typically does. They get to Alabama. Y'all, Texas A&M has looked strong since the Bama game. Since the Bama game. So, it, it really, I just was 
I guess I thought it was going to be a better game, right? Yeah. Like, I just thought it would be a lot better of a game. And it ended up being, to me, probably the most boring game of the day, other than laughing at how bad Bo Nix looked. Right, right. And once again, here's the thing. The game was close pretty much the whole game because it was 6-3 to three at the end of the third quarter. Right. There's a fumble return for a touchdown. The only touchdown scored in this game was scored by Texas A&M's defense. Right. Bo Nix only passes for 153 yards. Bigsby only runs for 69 yards. Uh, Auburn could not get all any offense going all Nothing. day. Texas A&M has a lot of really good players, mm-hmm. a lot of really good players. And, you know, once again, you know, Bo Nix, you, you sit here and watch a game and he yells, he's yelling and screaming and he looks so angry, angry. Like he's mad. Well, like, so there was one point where, and I, you know, Trey, I say he's not a good teammate. I don't know if this guy's a good teammate. This whole locker room could love him. I don't know. I'm just a fan. But at one point during the game, he's yelling at his whole entire offensive line. So I asked Trey, who used to be a, a football player in high school, and I said, so if you're a player and you're captain, which I assume the 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 quarterback plays a pretty big leadership role yep. in football, is yelling and screaming at you, does that like make you want to do well for him and want to help him? And I mean, that's my thing. I mean, if you yell at me to do anything, I'm not going to do it just because. Right. Now, I'm not trying to get NFL money. I'm not trying to, you know, win an SEC championship. But right. it just doesn't seem like that's the way to get these guys to perform for you. Yeah, and, and I think what you're probably seeing is just more of his personality. I mean, this is his personality. Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't look good on TV. Right. And, and it, it happens constantly. But, it, it, you know, the guy is just probably a hardcore competitor type well, guy, and he doesn't mean anything by it. He's just trying to win a football game. But I agree with you. I don't take too kindly to people yelling at me, but that's my personality. There right. are guys that like to be yelled right. at that kind of fires them up. Normally that's done by coaches. coaches. See, that's what I was going to say. Not done by the players, but – but you know, did we? Did you tell me last year that Bo, Bo Nix's dad was his coach? Is his dad? Yeah, his dad played at Auburn and was his high school coach. Okay, yeah. so some of that could be that, you know, you grow up in a household with a coach. And, you know, like you said, I would assume a coach would be hollering. So it could be some of that. I'm just not impressed with the kid this week. But then again, he could turn around next week and have the game of his life. Right. And I think some of the other thing is, is this home field advantage. I think this year amongst all years, it seems like these home teams are winning a lot of football games. So A and M pulls out the win. Auburn's defense played good again. Yeah, they did. You can't really can't really fault Auburn's defense for this one, and they move on to play Mississippi State this year. Wendy, a great game in the SEC was Mississippi State versus Arkansas. Wow, Arkansas scores thirty one points. Mississippi State scores twenty eight points in a game that went back and forth. Yeah, probably one of the better games all day. Mississippi State scores a touchdown late. Arkansas scores a touchdown late to go up. And Mississippi State, excuse me, unfortunately misses a field goal at the end of the game, and Arkansas wins 31-28. to Big home victory for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And Mike Leach is on the live mic at the end of the game for open tryouts for kickers. Love it. Love everything about Mike Leach. He, uh, I think Mississippi State ended up missing three field goals, yep. and that cost them the game. So if you were listening to us in uh, the grand state of Mississippi, go down there and get you a starting job. But, but I'm going to tell you, I, I believe that 
Jefferson, the quarterback for Arkansas, I believe that he is not talked about enough. I think this guy's legit. I think he's probably one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC, if not the country. This guy just gets stuff done. You know, I like bigger quarterbacks. This guy's size, I think I heard 220. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. He's a big guy. But, I mean, this guy just gets stuff done, and it doesn't seem like this guy gets real frazzled. Has Have you noticed that throughout the year? Yeah. You know, it's kind of – they've had multiple games that have kind of gone touchdown for touchdown. This guy just kind of stays in there, stays pretty calm, and gets things done. So, I've been really high on Jefferson, this Arkansas quarterback, all year. So, I'm glad for him. Yeah, he's done a good job. And Arkansas has got really developed, really good coaches over there. they got a great defensive coordinator, a great offensive coordinator. Sam Pittman has put together yes. a great, great group over there. Alabama will have to play them in a couple of weeks. Let's talk about Alabama, Wendy. Uh, Alabama. Uh. In the LSU Tigers, Ew. LSU comes back to Bryant Denny at a seven o'clock game. Alabama wins the game, mm. uh, not convincingly, twenty to fourteen. Uh, Bryce Young still throws for three hundred and two yards, mm. uh, but Alabama does pull out the victory, twenty to fourteen, in a game that came all the way down to the end of the game. And Alabama's defense basically had to win the game, Wendy. Uh, yeah, so Al- I'm going to keep going back to we do not look good. We literally almost got beat by third string LSU. Third string, y'all. I think they had eight of their starters out. Multiple kids didn't want to play. And then also, let's not forget the few that were sick had COVID or under a COVID protocol. So basically, we barely beat third string LSU. So so let me tell you how that game goes a little bit different. They go for the field goal right down there at the end. Remember when he went? LSU does, LSU. Yeah. So I understand, you know, this guy's, he's on his way out. He's just trying to beat us. Totally get that. But but he goes for that field goal. Let's say he goes for the field goal and gets yeah, it. Makes it. Now a that's three a three-point point game, game right. right? So there were just a couple of those decisions that he made that could have made that game look a little bit different because I feel on Saturday, LSU might have been a better team than Alabama. It, it definitely looked that <laughs> way. Yeah, it looked that way the whole game. And I think Ogeron said after the game, they were going for the win. Yep. They were going for the win, and that's what they were trying to do. And they almost pull it out. Alabama's offense just looks discombobulated. Yep. There's a ton of penalties, a ton of just, you know, movement penalties, lining up penalties, uh, uh, play clock penalties. So, Not catching thrown balls. The guys overthrowing, we had multiple overthrown passes again, yeah. but also multiple passes that are catchable. And, you know, I'm tired of hearing people tell me that, okay, well, that's not catchable. Smitty would have caught it. Waddle would have caught it. Jerry Judy would have caught it. You know, we're not talking about it's 10, 10 over his head. You just got to put your arms out a little bit more, Minchie. We do not, and I want to make this clear, we do not have a prolific receiver this year. There is not one of these guys that stand out to me. Number one's pretty good. Well, number one, he, okay. But Jay Williams. Jay, but Jay Willie is on and off. He is not consistently good in every single game that he plays. He just has these great games. I want somebody that's having great games every single game. And we don't have it, but we have had it since Julio Jones. Yeah, I mark Julio Jones as our first pretty – I mean, guys, I know we've had great receivers in the past. I'm talking about when we got a little bit more up and coming. From there until this point, we have had a receiver on every single team that could get it done. And we don't have it this year. Yeah, and but Wendy, you really got to pay attention to the rushing yards too. We don't. We we have a hard time running the football. And as an Alabama fan, we have not seen that. 
Um, but, you know, listen, as an Alabama fan, we are where we are. I mean, well, we these, have six rushing yards, Trey. Yeah. Well, some of that's because you get a bunch of sacks and the way these yards are calculated, it's a little misleading. We didn't rush the ball good. That's a, that's more of a state yards of Yards per play, 4.9. Okay. Well, but Al- this is Alabama. This is the, this is the team. It's kind of like looking at somebody and wanting them to be somebody that they're not. This is who Alabama is this year. This is their team. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. This is what we have to work with. So I think Saban can get it figured out. We've seen the offense play really good at times. We've seen the defense play really good at times. And these next games coming up, we might have to have both of these guys playing good at at, at all times to win some of these games. Well, there's one kid on this team that saved this game. And Trey, I'm going to let you talk about him. On the defense, because uh-huh. in my mind, if he's not on this team, we don't win that ball game on Saturday. Right. And I'll let you talk about it. Are you him. talking about Anderson? Oh, yeah. He, this guy is our game saver. This guy is the best player on the field. In college football, in my opinion. And he could be, he should be up for the Heisman. This guy literally disrupts plays. And, and, and the funny thing about really great players, really great players are so good because of one thing. Do you think LSU knew – that what what's his number thirty one? Yeah, you know uh, Anderson. They know that the guy's good. Oh, absolutely. And they still can't stop. Still him. can't stop. Him. And that's when you know you've got a great player. A lot of good effort by a lot of players, though. Listen, I, I'm an Alabama fan. I like to see him go out there and win the game. That's what the point is. I'm not as into how it looks. We won the game, and we'll get some things figured well, out. Well, and, and move I, on. there is some of that that I agree with, and I I'm going to take some of this blame myself. I came into the season coming off to me one of the best seasons in college football history. I think Mac Jones and that group of receivers that he had and our running backs that we had, I just think it was very effortless. I do think leave, losing Steve is a problem. I do. I can see it. You talking about Sark? Yeah. I mean, he ain't doing nothing at Texas, so why don't he just come on back? But I do I do not like this coordinator, and I will be surprised if he still has a job at the University of Alabama next year. I don't like him. I just don't like the guy. I'm not impressed with him, and I think it's just time to get him out of there and get somebody else in. That's my personal opinion. We will see what happens as the year progresses. Wendy, let's jump. Let's get to the Tennessee-Kentucky yeah, game. The, t- game. The Tennessee Vols, who Wendy herself at the beginning of the year had Tennessee, I think, going like 2-10. Two two. and ten. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, Tennessee wins this football game 45-42. to 42. Held the ball. Tennessee held the ball for around 13 minutes in the game. Yep. Uh, Kentucky held the ball for the rest of the time, 47 minutes, yep. whatever that is. Kentucky ran about 100 plays, and Kentucky gets beat at home. Tennessee finds a way to win, yes. 45 to 42. Wendy, what is going on with Tennessee? Well, I'm over here eating crow, and so uh, everybody, uh, yeah, you are. I'm going to go ahead and apologize to the fan base of uh, oh, the University to, of Tennessee. Listen, stick to your guns, Wendy. I, no, I'm back on them. Oh, I'm back on them. Okay. I'm back on them. This is the Tennessee I want to see. But just some some interesting, uh, just some interesting numbers here. Tennessee had 17 first downs. Uh, Kentucky had 35. Trey brought up the time of possession. Uh, 13 minutes and 52 seconds for Tennessee, 46 minutes and eight seconds for Kentucky. But here's here's where I want to I want to talk about something a little bit right here. It is completed passes, 15 for 20, Tennessee. Yards per pass, 15.8. Let's get Y'all, it. Y'all, I'm gonna tell you something. That is some prolific stuff. And yes, I'm using that word a lot today. I can't get it out of my head. 
That is mind-blowing to me. And I'm going to tell you, if this team had some depth, could you imagine how good the University of Tennessee could be right now if they had depth? Well, Wendy, you already have these people going to the ACC. I, I mean, mean, what's your – Listen, what, are you changing? Hey, guess what? If they were in the ACC this year, they might, have a nat- they might have a natty run. Tell me who's doing anything in the ACC. Tennessee fans, I want to know, is there room on the bus for Wendy? Yeah, there should be. I'll get everybody crunked up. Is, is there room on the bus for, a, for, for somebody that did not – Guess Believe. who's going? Guess who's going to the game this weekend? The Tennessee Georgia game. I am. So am you I. are. We both are. We're yeah. going to go watch them beat Georgia. And I'm going with a really hot girl. So you, well, there. I'm going with my husband. So we're going to have a blast, and I'm excited about that game because I do believe. Do I believe that Tennessee can beat Georgia? Unfortunately, because of the depth of sh- issue, no. But I do believe it would be a pretty good three-quarter game. I, I I don't know if they can hang with them in the fourth. But I'm just telling you, Tennessee, congratulations. You guys are looking good. I'm loving this coach. I'm loving this quarterback. Loving these receivers. And, I mean, the difference in Hooker and what was it, Milton? Hilton, Milton, Milton. It's just night and day. I mean, it's just night and day. Oh, Hendon Hooker will go down in Tennessee as a beloved player. Absolutely. I think he throws for 316 yards. Seems to be a really good kid yep. and good for him. And, and good for him for staying. You know, a lot of people left. We're, so. we're going for stats. Um, and the stat that Tennessee cares about is they won by three points. Absolutely. Wendy, we are going to go. Florida gets drilled by South Carolina. Cannot believe it. 40 to 17. South Carolina beats Florida 40 to 17. And Dan Mullen has officially lost control. Yes. Well, I've been bringing it up for the past couple of weeks. I mean, some some problem with the way the stuff's set up now with, with bowl games not really being a big deal. Once you start losing some games, you've got to figure out a way to keep these kids playing all year, right? Well, Dan Mullen has not figured out a way to keep his kids playing. Florida is better than South Carolina. It is just that simple. By the numbers, by the players, by the recruiting, by the facilities, everything. This These players do not support Dan Mullen at this point. And, but it's a four-hour game. You got to play the day of the game, and South Carolina is better sure, than Florida to that day. But you think as a whole, South Carolina, if they played, if they played every Saturday for five weeks, you still feel. I mean, I don't see it. I think the players are done with Mullen. I think it was a bad hire from the get-go. I said years ago he needed to stay at Mississippi State where they're really good with an 8-4 and four record. That is not going to be how Florida fans are. And Florida fans are notorious, or players are notorious down there for when they get out of the run for the SEC or a natty or a top 10, they just kind of shut down. And without the right coach, that's going to continue to happen. All right, now we're to the national scale, Wendy. The SEC was a great, great, great day. We're going to the national scale. Purdue beats Michigan State. Yes. Purdue scores 40 points. Michigan State scores 29. They gone. Michigan State can't handle the bright lights. But if everybody will remember on my last podcast, I said that Purdue can give them something, and they did. So congratulations to Purdue. We needed them to lose, and you did it for us. Thank you. Home team wins there. Washington, Oregon. Oregon beats Washington 26-16. to Oregon is still on a run. Ohio State, Nebraska, which we said would probably be a good game. It was a good yes. game. Ohio State beats Nebraska 26-17. to Not a convincing win, but a win all the same. Cincinnati pulls one out against Tulsa. I mean, I mean, Cincinnati is 9-0. and They have to barely beat Tulsa. You know, look, they're winning football games. And that's well, and you've always the said point. it's hard to go undefeated. 
Hard to go undefeated. Michigan beats Indiana 29 to 7 in a bounce back game. Our boy Dave Clawson from the Wake Forest Demon Deacons had North Carolina on the ropes, Wendy. Yep. Had them on the ropes. North Carolina comes back to beat Wake Forest 58 to 55, and Wake Forest takes its first loss of the year. Well, we need to apologize to Dave Clawson because the minute we started talking about them, they lost. You say that, but we talked about them before, Wendy. Well, we didn't talk about them like we didn't talk about them by name until last weekend. True. So now I feel like we put it out there. But hey, they had a good run. Maybe they can get through the rest of the season with just one loss. It's still a great season. Yeah, see if they can get to the <laughs> ACC championship game. Yep. Notre Dame beats Notre Dame beats Navy 34 to 6. Yep. Oklahoma State's Oklahoma State beats West Virginia. Uh, Baylor ends up getting beat, Wendy. Yeah, I saw the, that. The Banana Boys get beat. And as we scroll through here, Wendy, that's about all that's on the... Did Clemson win? Uh, Clemson did win. Okay, who'd they beat? I don't know because I can't get into the dark web right now. <laughs> I don't even know who they played. <laughs> but Clemson did win. And Wendy, that's really the week up, uh, the roundup of week 10. Anything else to say before we jump off the measy? Just listen. I mean, Alabama, we got we to gotta do something here, guys. I mean, we, we, we got to figure out a way to get through Arkansas and Auburn, and, and we've just got to be better on both sides of the ball. We just have to. But roll tide. I love my tide. All right. You guys have a good week. Peace out. We're going to talk about the Auburn. Oh. Football. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about Auburn. I have the hiccups. I'm so sorry. Let's start that over.